This episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the premier male grooming company with the star lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, and we want to be able to share the savings with you, our awesome listeners. So you can use the promo code BLUECHIP, all one word, to get 20% off your next order. Don't let your balls down. Get the lawnmower 3.0. Your balls will thank you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Big Shots NFL Draft Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Kernishan, joined, as always, by my colleague over at Blue Chip Scouting. It's Davin Jackson. Davin, how are you today, man? Doing pretty good, man. Uh, can't complain. Uh, we are literally in the thick of uh, college football and NFL season, so at this point, it's just games pretty much every day. <laughs> there, there's just one problem with what you said, Devin, we are in the thick of, of both the college and NFL seasons. It's just that the NFL season so far still sucks. Can't figure it out. No, it's, it can't figure it out. There's more awful, awful calls. And you know what, Devin, I'm going to be completely transparent with our, uh, with our audience today. I didn't watch any NFL games yesterday. I instead did something a little bit more enjoyable for myself than forcing myself to watch taunting penalties for having the gall to get up and look in the general vicinity of your opponent or roughing the passer call because you took it too deep of a breath. I started a brand new series that I started binging yesterday and I found that more enjoyable. So I look forward to doing that some more. Like I told you, I watched two games yesterday. So there's no, uh, there's no NFL and one of them literally is because it's my job. So yeah, so there's no NFL coverage coming from us today. It also, you know what we, I, I kind of thought about this, Devin. We we for the last year plus, going back to week one of last year, we did NFL reviews and college reviews, but we only ever previewed the college. It never makes sense when you think about it. <laughs> Look, the if you put pre- more than two seconds worth of thought into it, it makes no sense why we and, would review the well, NFL and not preview it. it. When we recorded, the NFL news wouldn't break till Friday or Saturday night anyway, right? Injuries or even Sunday before the game. So right. we could have previewed a whole NFL slate and been like Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins were going to play Sunday against with the Cardinals. And then I did that. Play I literally did that. That's my Wednesday article, man. I have. <laughs> That's why we, we, I think we both consciously made a decision. Like uh, the NFL waits the last second to announce things anyway. In college, yeah. at least you're going to know by Wednesday, if someone's going to play or not or Thursday. Yeah. It's a lot more. I like that a lot more, but. You know, we're not going to review the NFL again until the NFL stops sucking. It. So we're well, just going to 2022. Here we come. 2022. Maybe the Super Bowl. <laughs> Hopefully come the playoffs, it'll be watchable. But let's get into these. <laughs> Devin gave me the side eye for that one. And I <laughs> you, you're saying can. that now, but. We don't get to the playoffs, Uh, and the first and second seed on both sides of the NFL are going to lose. Moving on. (laughs) Let's review these college games, why don't we, eh? 
Oh boy. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So Devin, we 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 decided to try something slightly different on Friday's show. We told the viewers what happened with the the um UNC and Pitt game, and we didn't even fucking come close. Nope. We I did say that it was gonna be a one score game, and that did happen, but we we said like 45-38. It was 30 to 23. Kenny Pickett. Best player in this matchup, I would say 25. Oh, you're about to say best player in the class. I was about Fuck to say, no. I was about to say, you can, do, no. you can find a, no. a new co host. Goodbye. De- De- Devin would have been playing my favorite game against me, and that's what's your yeah. weed laced with. <laughs> Apologies, you're gonna have to mark this one as explicit. <laughs> the last like nine have been, but here we are. <laughs> Anyways, Kenny Pickett, 346 and three touchdowns, out-dueling uh, Sam Howell. Howell got banged up in this one, right? Uh, I, I'm not a good person to ask. I didn't watch that game because I was watching a – I don't think – was there another game on that night? Maybe. I don't, there may have been. Uh, but, no, I do know that it, it has come out since that uh, Sam Howell will be taking part in Seniors Day next week. So, um, he will be – did I say Seniors? No, Senior seniors Day. day. <laughs> seniors day is gonna be walking out with the locate out of boy sunny uh <laughs> he's gonna he's be part already, of senior day next week big, he's already baker mayfield's doppelganger so <laughs> i mean so yeah he's gonna he's taking part in senior day he he's gone he's senior bowl eligible too i found out despite being a, a true junior um i guess he's just graduated early hey I, th- I think he should 100% play in the All-Star game. Yeah, absolutely. Him. He can only help him his case. Listen, he hasn't had, hasn't had the greatest year, and in a very weak quarterback class, he can go a long way in separating himself. So Look, and, uh, as for Kenny Pickett, I, I think he and Kenny Pickett are both going to be down there in either Mobile or, or Vegas. I, I know you don't like Mac Jones, but it did help him. It did help his stock. To go I don't this, like Mac Jones. You are correct. It did help his stock, though. So it did take a page out of his book. Yeah, it helped Jalen Hurts. It helped Jalen Hurts too. And Jalen Hurts didn't even. And Jalen Hurts <laughs> didn't even play well in that in 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 that Senior Bowl week. I don't know. I don't know if Sam Howell and Kenny Pickett should take advice directly from Mac Jones, but they should they should follow his path. Off the field, don't take advice from Mac Jones. All right, we're gonna move forward because. <laughs> It's going to go down a road we don't need to go down. Speaking of senior bowl eligible guys, I think I know that uh, Cincinnati's quarterback, Desmond Ritter, is going to go to the senior bowl. If you've looked on Twitter, you can pretty much figure out that he's going to go to the senior bowl. I'm just saying. I'm not saying, Devin. I'm just saying. While we're on the topic, why don't we just do a quick who do we think is going to be at the senior bowl quarterback-wise? There's usually eight, right? Yep. Well, we already got one taken. Yeah, Bailey Zappi from Western Kentucky is down there. I think Ritter's a, a given. Pickett. Absolute given. Pickett. Howell. Or would Howell go? Nah. Malik Willis. No. Willis is going to go uh, Shrine. They've been on Willis since, since the summer. So I'm going to say that Willis goes to the Shrine game. So, okay. Zappi. Uh... Pickett, Howell, Ritter, Ritter mm-hmm. Carson Strong. That's five. Maybe. We'll see. 
The I shrine think could take him to shrine could take him as well. I'm trying to think of who else. Um, I have to pull up my spreadsheet. Hang on. <laughs> uh, Sam Hartman, a junior. Right? Sam Hartman's a C. Ooh, Hartman. That's six. Brock Purdy, seven. De- Devin is Devin just uh, and Levi Lewis of La- of Lafayette. No, nah, I don't think he, I don't think he's gonna. I think he's gonna go to a smaller one. You think um, so? Um, yeah. You know what? Okay. Slovis is a junior. Oh, I bet you anything, Jake Bentley. I South mean, Alabama, right man. South Alabama. I bet you anything, Jake Bentley. Can I'd we, almost be willing to slap some other names. Let's just move on. <laughs> All right, uh, so, no, so we know so we know the big yeah four ish like it's gonna yeah. be Ritter, Pickett, Zappy, because he already got invited, and then who's that fourth person? How like maybe Har- Hartman Hartman Howell. Uh but yeah, so Cincinnati after that tangent, uh they beat South Florida 45 to 28. They're they're just as unconvincing as imaginable. Look, there's a frustrating team. You want they see this is this is the type of games that we're gonna get to the end of the season and Cincinnati's gonna win the AAC championship. And the committee's gonna be like, well, they didn't beat them by 21, or they didn't mm-hmm. beat them by enough scores. And it's such a flawed system because they're gonna find a way to backdoor Alabama to the fourth spot at this point. Like it, I already feel it happening. As we speak, because Bama is going <clears> to <throat> probably handle business. Bo Nick, no Bo Nix for Auburn. Not that Bo Nix would make that much of a difference anyway, but he's a wild card, but he's not playing. Arkansas is not being Bama this week because they haven't figured out how to play offense in weeks. They lose a close game to Georgia. That's all she wrote. Bama in the fourth spot again. So. I just feel like this is setting up to for Cincinnati to miss the playoff and go to like the Sugar Bowl. Unfortunately, not that the I Sugar just, Bowl is bad, but you get I just don't care when it comes to Cincy anymore. I just don't care. I mean, for God's either. sake, it's, it's it's a two and eight South Florida team. Could you maybe put a little bit more of an ass whooping on them? I, I, is that I too much to ask explain. for? Like, I don't. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why they can't close the door in these teams. But just, 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 just get this team out of my face. Get them in the playoff. Or get them the hell out of my face. <laughs> I tell you what. I, can we can we move on to, to better games, please? I don't want to spend too much time talking about Cincinnati. Yeah, there are better games. Let's like see. Devin, we Georgia's defense is slipping, man. They allowed a season high in points with 17 against uh Tennessee. They what still curb stomped them 41 <laughs> to 17. <laughs> Tennessee did not play offense in the second half. Pretty nope. Much. Nope. Didn't matter. We've said it every single week. Georgia's defense, very good. Their offense, meh, but their defense, extremely good. Let, let me let me put insight on Georgia's defense. Darian Kendrick was supposed to be their best prospect. He is maybe their third or fourth best right now, arguably. Yeah, Darian Kendrick, we were talking about like preseason round one. Now we might still be talking preseason round one, but Jordan Davis is ahead of him. 
Uh, I would say that Nicobe Dean, Nolan Smith, Lewisine. This team is absurd. Like we get to a point where he is not even the most talked about prospect on this team. I mean, he wasn't even the most He's not even the most talked about. Devin, he's not even the most talked about prospect in his own secondary. Scary. It's horrifying. And he's he's somehow going to get great value at the NFL level because oh yeah, he's he's gonna forget who he's gonna be take. He's gonna be taking like fiftieth, and we're gonna look back next year at this time and go like, "How the fuck did he go fiftieth?" Happens every year. Yep, uh, Devin, you and I said that there was no way New Mexico State didn't cover the fifty-one and a half point line, and sure enough, they didn't. They lost fifty-nine to three to Alabama. So um, score one touchdown. Just all that, yeah. Touchdown. Just score a damn touchdown, or just don't allow Bama to score eight of them. Well, that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> if they allow seven touchdowns instead of eight, we're good. Still, they they would have got a, like a block punt or something. It, it, it was going to happen either way. Uh, but no, I mean, is there any, like, Bama does this every year. They like start off with like, a Miami or a USC. And then when everyone else is fighting for their spot in the college football playoff, like Bama squeaks in like New Mexico state or the Citadel or East West Southern Missouri state of Arkansas. I call it smart. I think it's smart. You you play that girl in SEC schedule. You want to throw a little, uh, a soft game in there. If you can, LSU do the same thing. They're just bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Monroe this week, so hey, that UL Monroe defense intercepted future number one overall pick Malik Willis three times. I want to talk about Malik Willis at the end. Okay, but, uh, Oregon beat Washington State thirty-eight to twenty-four. Cool. Next game. <laughs> I mean, Abraham I told- Lucas had a good game, but yeah. Lucas is is really good. I think he's going to be slept on. I think people are still a little bit scared off after what happened with the last Washington State offensive lineman that got some hype, but he ain't no Andre Dillard. Look, that's that's where helmet scouting gets you in trouble. Helmet scouting go and get you in trouble. You fall, start falling for for stuff like that, especially with uh, tackles because tackles you can get them anywhere, <laughs> mm-hmm. literally anywhere. I mean, one of the most hyped up prospects in, in the draft is at Northern Iowa. Yeah. All right. I could, next go, game. I could go on an, another tangent about quarterbacks and tap, but Let, let's not. Uh, I know exactly why this next game turned into a complete blowout. And it's, it's, it comes down to two simple factors, Devin. One, Purdue was on the road. And two, they were ranked which meant that all of Purdue's spoiler makers uh, magic went out the window. We knew. We both knew. (laughs) We were like, yo, 21 points, though, for a spread is disrespectful. And Ohio State won 59 to 31, and this game was over by halftime. Yeah, it was even close, to be honest. Look, Purdue, they got their top wins like they do every year. They did it. 
And now can't do it three. Can't do it three times in the season. Not with not with what they got. Look, they they already overachieved. Hey, they're going to be in a bowl game. They got Northwestern coming up. They're going to get seven wins, Devin. They got winnable games coming up. Look, yeah. just take what you can get. And, and they got Northwestern and Indiana. They're going to get eight wins. That's how they finished their season. That that is a huge upgrade for them. <laughs> that is a huge upgrade. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State just looked unstoppable. Shocker. Shocker, Devin. By the way, it was a different running back for Ohio State that led the team in rushing this, this week. It wasn't Travion Henderson. It, I don't think it's been Master Teague once this year, which says everything it needs to about Master Teague. Uh, but it was Mayan Williams. So is I think Master Teague has been downgraded to the third string running back on his own team. And I'm I'm still seeing people talking about him as a draft prospect. Who would that be? Uh, Master Teague. Anyway, I've been, <laughs> I've been telling people since the summer, he's not, he won't even be the best running back on his team. And now he's the third. It, is he? Yeah, because he just. I might, I might put Stroud at running back before him. <laughs> so the fourth. <laughs> Let me leave him alone. Look, uh, he just doesn't have top end traits at nope. running back. Yes. You know, in it, fact, it just... some might argue he has none. Size? <laughs> eh? Moving on. Let's just move on. Get Master Teague the hell up out of my face. I hope he doesn't hear this because he's bigger than me. So, uh, you called Penn State in this. I wish. So, so now I'm starting to wish that I hadn't forfeited because I think I would have actually started making some fucking ground on you. I'm not sure if that's the case, but you did call Penn State in this one. I called Michigan. Michigan won 21 to 17 in a game that really could not have been more boring if it attempted to be, Devin. This fitted perfectly with the NFL slate. Classic Big Ten game. Look, um, Penn State decided not to block Michigan's two best pass rushers in the game. They combined for five sacks, I think, Ojabo and Hutchinson. That's not going to win games. I mean, I, I don't know what to say about Penn State. This is like, I think this is a, a four straight loss, and they're all, they were all winnable games, all of them. But they can't get the quarterback position right. They can't block up front. They can't have backup quarterbacks ready when it's time. So Oh, oh. Can we talk about Rashid Walker, man? He was put on ice skates the entire game. Look, he, he has nice tools, but he is very, very far away from being a starter right now. Yeah, we're looking at day three for him. Yeah, the team could take him realistically. If he tests well, I think they would take a swing at him at the end of round three, but he should be a fourth or fifth round pick. You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of Titus Howard. Now, Titus Howard went in round one, and no one can to this day answer why, but he reminds me of Titus Howard. I think he's like two, three years away from being able to see an NFL field. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and move on. It was a good bounce back week for Michigan State. They beat Maryland 40 to 21. Kenneth Walker, 30 carries, 143 yards. I said 150. 
and you were you were a little angsty on the pod on Friday. Told me not to get too ahead of myself. Maybe like 120, 130. And I told you he runs he rolls out of bed and puts up one, you know, 130. Sure enough, 143, two touchdowns. Jalen Reed, the receiver, eight catches, 114 yards, two scores. Although baby Tua for Maryland had his best game in a long time. 29 of 48, 350 yeah, and two scores. Yeah, like five weeks. <laughs> it's been There's... a whole like month and a half. Like pre-Big Ten slate, he was great. Yeah, he did some good things against West Virginia, and then that was like the last time we've had to mention the name Talia Tungle-Vailoa. Well, that's all I gotta say. There's nothing else to say. Devin, the upset of Oklahoma finally took place. We've only, I've only been calling it for a month. What I said, I said it was the game that you don't think they're going to lose. It nearly People happened with Kansas. If it had happened with Kansas, with, with I called it. The big I called it with Kansas. I called spot. it with Kansas State. That didn't happen. I called it with Texas. That didn't happen. I called it. Oh, I I did not granted, touch it with TCU in Kansas. It almost happened with Kansas. Granted, nine out of ten times that Texas and Oklahoma play a game like that, Texas will win the game. Nine out of ten times. By the way, speaking that, of that Texas, Texas and Kansas, speaking of Texas and Kansas, horns down forever. Losing to Kansas, like getting thoroughly outclassed by Kansas too. Like, sure, they won by one point. They were down by twenty-one points to Kansas. And Bijan Robinson's now out for the year. Just fold the program. Have fun in the SEC. Uh, as for Oklahoma, Baylor beats them 27 to 14. Uh, I told you X factor in this game, Abram Smith, 20 carries 148 yards. We talked about senior bowl. He's got to be going to the senior bowl this year. Yeah, Put up seven be, yards of carry. Candidate for oh yeah. Seven yards of carry against OU. And then on defense, two sacks for Verizon wireless Terrell Bernard. Nine tackles, five uh, solo tackles, and then the two sacks. More range than your cell phone provider. And then brand guys, Supreme, Jalen Petrie, also had a tackle and a half for loss. Uh, so things you love to see. Am I right? Yes, sir. We love it. Absolutely love it. Um, man, I was like, man, we were talking on Friday. Like, man, wish this game meant more. You imagine if Baylor hadn't lost to TCU, we'd be talking about Baylor at like six. I was Big Twelve is always going to lose them games they don't need to. It, mm-hmm. That's just what they build the reputation. Yep. Uh, Notre Dame beat down Virginia twenty-eight to three. This game was way less uh, interesting than I thought it was going to be. It has a lot to do with a lack of one Brennan Armstrong for Virginia. Um, yeah, that Man, once he, I, we once said he was smash out. the over and nope. <laughs> and anytime Notre Dame is involved in a game, I'm just taking the under automatically. But sad news, Kyle Hamilton is probably down, done for the season for Notre Dame. You can Dame. start filing your Kyle Hamilton reports now. I expect no lower than a top 10 worthy pick. I expect Raid. him to be no lower than third on my final big board. If anyone has him outside of the top 10 or 15, that's when you know you don't need to read the rest of that person's work. Just saying. 
Uh, <laughs> TCU, they did what they've been doing best this year. That's getting absolutely mercy killed. Uh, Oklahoma State put up 63 points. Of, yes, that Oklahoma State team. The same Oklahoma State team that up until the Kansas game hadn't put up 30 in a single game. Put up 63. 63 to 17. Just, just an absolute shellacking. Yeah, look, I just, I, I don't even know what to say, man. I mean, good Lord. It's just absolute soul crushing. What can you, you just do? Move yeah, <laughs> you I should mean, just move on? Yeah, I mean, there's really not much to say about, about that type of game. Yeah. I mean, uh, good gracious. I, I called this one as well. You said A&M, I, I said Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss won 29 to 19. Matt Corral 24 37 for 247 and a touchdown. Brand guy Jerry and Ely 24 carries for 152. Um, ever since the Liberty game, he's really taken it upon himself Liberty. to lead that offense. Uh, Liberty. <laughs> uh, remember when that was supposed to be a game? Anyway, there, there's really not. Look, Corral played well. Um, AM forgot how to play offense. Calzada looked pretty bad. I mean, two picks. Not efficient. I mean, look, I they they got down early. Then they had the safety. I told and, you that was exactly how it was gonna happen. See, AM made a comeback, but they then they just couldn't score anymore. And then they threw a pick six, and that was the nail in the coffin for them. Devin, you and I were both disappointed in this next game. We both thought it was a given that North Carolina State was going to win this one on the road at Wake Forest. Didn't quite work out that way. Wake Forest escapes 45-42. But, Devin, I'm going to let you just talk about Devin Leary, 408 yards. Not going to lie. He was fantastic. I, I was adjusting my big board today, Devin. We're talking top 100 player, Devin Leary. I see the thing is, I don't think he declares. I don't think he does either, but I think he might be a top 100 player. He could be. I mean, I don't know, man. It, it's it's kind of splitting hairs in this one because I think he could be a top 10 quarterback if he declares in this class, but at the same time, I think his ceiling is higher than that, if that makes sense, if he goes back to school under the year. But then he won't have his weapon, like his uh, Mecca Amezi won't be there. Um, I assume one of the running backs will go. I, I believe, was it Ricky Persons? I think Ricky Persons had a kickoff return touchdown in this game, and he had like another big return. So he had a monster game as well. Ikem Ikwanu also had a really good game uh, as well. But it, they just too many self-inflicting turnovers. One of the interceptions that Leary threw was uh, it just a great break by the DB. The other one, I believe, he just threw it late over the middle or something like that. Sam Hartman didn't have a great game, but he he made plays when it counted. Um, Wake Forest, a pretty solid team. I think I expect them to go to a, a probably a New Year's Six bowl game. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, the ACC, 
these might be the two most fun teams to watch in that conference by far. And they did not disappoint. Yeah, it lived up to the building. I don't know why it was on ACC Network. It, it would have been nice Failure. to have on ESPN. Failure. Um, just why Auburn? Just why? How? Like 28-3. And they lost. Yeah. By multiple scores. That 43 to 34. They allowed 33 second half points. Look, that's I don't care who it is. That's just inexcusable, man. You can't give out that many points. Uh it, it was it to Mississippi State, happen. by the way. Uh it was to Mississippi State, who are now six and four. Auburn also six and four. Will Rogers, 44 of 55 for 415 yards in the most Mississippi State passing line I've ever seen in my life. Um, Auburn disgusts me. Yeah, look, Auburn is, is the most confusing team by far because they, they lost to Penn State, but they're beating – decent SEC teams and now they're like they beat Ole Miss and now they they're losing to Mississippi State like make it make sense like can can they decide like I don't know man they're they're the most confusing team by far Devin the less said about this game the better 35 to 7 Wisconsin over Northwestern anything to say on this one congrats (laughs) to Wisconsin and be a hapless Northwestern team. I mean, it's it's not great. It's not great for Northwestern right now. But we can't say um, – I can't remember his name now. Graham Mertz? No, the uh, Northwestern coach. Pat Fitzgerald? Can't say he's on the hot seat no more because last time we did that, they came back and went to the Big Ten Championship. So won't be saying that no more. So it means that they'll be in the championship game next year. It could be. I mean, the, the Big Ten West isn't great, so. Moving I mean, on. Purdue, Purdue still has a chance to be in it, so we'll see what happens. Moving on, speaking of the Big Ten West, Devin, Minnesota once again proving why they should have never been ranked in the first place. They lost 27-22 uh, to 22 to Iowa. They allowed Iowa to get 27 points. Iowa, by the way, their quarterback, Alex Padilla, their backup quarterback, uh, coming into the year, he went 11 of 24. Yeah. Um, Iowa, man. Bad. Minnesota, man. I'm trying to find something good to say. I guess Chris Almond Bell, you can say, had <laughs> was a, the takeaway in this game. He had five or 709 yards and a touchdown. But full disclosure, Devin's not laughing at the stat line. My cat has walked in front of my screen while we were recording this like seven times. Once we start, is now rubbing up against my microphone. Those Big Ten West teams are. Nope. All right, moving on to the next game. I think he wants to say something. Hold on. I think he does, but I don't know. I don't know what he could say. Unless Titan wants to toss it to an ad break. Titan, do you want to toss it to an ad break? Titan's going to toss it to an ad break. We'll be back in a second. 
We want to thank our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the planet for whatever your needs are. With nine amazing flavors to choose from, all of which covered in 100% chocolate. Oh, by the way, guys, they have several monthly special offer bars as well, all of which have up to 19 grams of protein with only four grams of added sugar and four grams of net carbs. Built Bar has whatever you're looking for, whether you're looking for a delicious snack, a pre- or post-workout bar, or need to keep up with your macros, Built Bar is a top-of-the-first-round protein bar. See what I did there? Draft puns. Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code BIGSHOTS for 10% off your next order. That's BIGSHOTS, all one word, 10% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And we're back. Um... Titans interruption couldn't have come at a better time because I looked at the games and realized we had four games left to talk about and we have ad reads we had to do. So let's move on to the next one. Oh, we were this close to getting the upset, Devin. Nevada over San Diego State didn't quite happen, but Carson Strong, 350 and three touchdowns against a really good San Diego State defense. Yeah, he he carved them up. They just couldn't find ways to score. I haven't been able to find this game, man. This is the one I wanted to watch. They have the most obscure games on YouTube, and this is not one of them. I haven't found found infuriating. But infuriating. You can find like random. I mean, I've been able to find every game of Troy this year, but not not any of the mountain west ones that really matter yeah I've barely this, been able to watch carson strong this year yeah this one was uh kind of a disappointing one because they had a chance to win uh carson strong had the ball but he threw i think three straight and complete passes to end the game so i mean it, it was a little bit disappointing on that end but i mean he was able to move the ball up and down the field gets one of the best uh team well, defenses i should say uh, in college football. So that, that's saying something, you know, but I, I was a little bit disappointed that he couldn't pull out the end, but Sydney's defense, man, they, they're, they're for real. They are for real. Absolutely. I think uh, uh, Nevada's coach Jay Norvell has come up in quite a few of those head coaching discussions, including now in the Washington uh, discussion, now that Jimmy Lake was relieved of his duties. Uh, this past weekend. One last thing, uh, Cameron Thomas, mm-hmm. three and a half tackles for loss, two sacks. So yeah, I'm I'm on. I, I I got a chance to watch Cameron Thomas the other day, and I don't see the top fifteen, top thirty two hype that I've seen. I'm I'm more in in line with you that like late third round ish. Yeah. If we're talking true value, then yeah. Yeah, that's if he declares. He's he's a junior, if, he if I'm not mistaken. So he could come back to school. Uh, Devin, UTSA won 27-17, but I just want to ask you, who was the leading passer for Southern Miss in this game? Frank Gore. Is it the third or junior? Junior. Junior. Frank Gore, Jr. Frank that's Gore, I, Jr. I watched the fourth quarter of this game, so. Frank Gore Jr. was two of three. He stands all of five foot seven. They ran exclusively the Wildcat. (laughs) And they still had this one actually competitive. Don't know how they did it. (laughs) Not a clue. No clue how this game was competitive. But it was 
UTSA, they'll somehow now fall out of the rankings as a result because the playoff committee uh, hates group of five teams. You can say it. Yeah. <laughs> group of five teams need to beat power five teams by need to beat power five ranked teams by like 300 points in order for them Although, to count. UTSA did beat ba- Bailey Zappi, so that counts for something. I mean, we, we we've seen the the argument that uh, Cincinnati doesn't have any signature wins against any teams that matter, except for Notre Dame, who are also ranked in the top ten. Yeah, that that was. They're just making it up as they as they go, man. I think oh, we yeah. we've we've figured that out. They don't have enough quality losses on their schedule in order to uh, to be ranked on. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna breeze through these last two, Devin. We got Utah, they won on the road against Arizona 38 29. Arizona now all of a sudden has decided that they can score points and keep games within 48. They're also favorites against Oregon this upcoming week, so wait, three point what? favorites. Yep, wait, Utah or Arizona? Utah, Utah, Utah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was saying Arizona could. Oh. You had me thinking that one in nine Arizona was favorites over the number three team in the country. Do you know how fucking horrifying that would have been? I don't even know what I would have done if that was the case. Everybody would have been running to to place their bets on that one. Right? Like, honestly, you would win no money from that. So uh, no, no, you wouldn't. And then no, Devin, instead, like, Ar- instead, Arizona is uh, fourteen point underdogs against Washington State this on Friday. So. Anyways, uh, our last game, Devin, you covered this one for work, so I'll let you talk about it. The fact that I had to watch this game was <laughs> was travesty enough. It was 16-13 in overtime. LSU uh, essentially benched Max Johnson to have a freshman quarterback in there to play. He made like two, three wild throws, but everything else was not great. Um, and he threw a kick in overtime to pretty much seal the game. So LSU's competitive. They're keeping games close, but they have way too many injuries to be seriously competitive. And what I tweeted about a month, month and a half ago about them not making a bowl game, I think that still comes true because I don't think they beat Texas A&M to get to the sixth win. So in the last week, they play UL Monroe like we talked about earlier, but I don't think they're making a bowl game this year. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, again, LSU's kept it close with Bama and Arkansas, but no no ability to actually uh, do anything beyond that. Pretty much. I mean, they, they are seriously handicapped right now by uh, not great quarterback play and then Injuries. They they have so many injuries, but hey, at least they're keeping it competitive. I don't know how competitive they're going to keep it against Texas A M, but we'll see. Devin, is there anything we talk about before we get on out of here? Uh, I mentioned to you about Malik Willis earlier. Um, oh yes, you did want to touch on that, so I will let you. So know. The floor is yours. So you know, no one's really talked about him, but I think. Oh, I think enough people have talked about Malik Willis for being true. Honest. But lately, <laughs> it's it's been it's been quiet. But I think if he's going to get his hype 
back on track, he needs to have a big game against uh, UL this week. Um, Sorry, who are they facing? Uh, Louisiana. Lafayette? Yeah. It, it's not on. happening. It, it's not happening. I know, but but listen, the reason <laughs> I the reason I say that is because they have future NFL players on that UL defense. So yeah, which is also why it's not going to happen. True, but I'm just saying, in theory, he needs to play well this weekend because UL is probably going to be ranked in the top 25, and you get the added bonus of playing a. A somewhat decent. I'm, I'm UL is probably not going to make some big bowl game, but he needs to have some sort of a good performance before the season ends because he's going to play in probably I don't know the Camellia Bowl bowl or something like that because Liberty is not going to get a great bowl game. Um, so or the 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 GoDaddy Bowl, whatever. He's not going to play in a great bowl game, but. This oh, dude, be... he's he's absolutely playing in the Cheez It Bowl. <laughs> he's played or the Duke's Mayo.com Bowl. Or, but yeah, but my point was this is I don't want people to overlook that this weekend because UL is a really good team, like they are the best team in the Sun Bowl, pretty obviously. So, I think, are you saying over coastal? They're better than coastal. Oh. They are. They're better I, than Coastal, Coastal without. Uh, lo- I, I, look, Coastal, I mean, Coastal lost to App lost. State, and UL destroyed App State. So I think I think UL is a better team, in my opinion. Right. This year, last year was all Coastal, but I think UL is a better team this year. But back to only Woods, I think this is a big week weekend for him because you're going to play your last rank game of your career, <laughs> a yeah. ranked opponent. And he hasn't fared well this year against better. No, he has not. So this is a good game. A good could be a good resume game for him. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh, if you got nothing else though, Devin, then uh, I think we can go ahead and get on out of here. And um, until next time, guys, you can find me on Twitter at Mike H underscore Draft. You can find Devin on Twitter at Real D underscore Jackson. You can find the show on Twitter at Big Shots Pod. Follow our work at Blue Chip Scouting. Follow Blue Chip Scouting on Twitter at Blue Chip Scout. Follow Devin's work at RiseandDraft.com. Follow Rise and Draft at R&D Scouting. By the way, uh, we they now have over at R&D Scouting a lovely all-star game acceptance tracker so you can keep track of when guys like Bailey Zappi uh, accept their all-star game um, invitations so you can keep up to date on that. Uh, And until next time, guys, we will see you on Friday.